Pastor Chris's podcast. Let's uh, open with a word of prayer and then I'll get started. Thank you, Lord, so much for letting us be together this morning. Thank you for a new day in this great country that uh, we're blessed to live in. I pray, oh God, for uh, everyone in our nation right now that's uh, hurting and afraid and upset and angry and and just uh, shocked. We pray, God, that you will uh, comfort everybody and, and give us wisdom to to move forward in this this day that we, we find ourselves. Um, speak to us, Lord, today as we gather together and as we look at your word and help us to hear and to uh, put into practice the things that you might say. For it's in the name of Christ that we pray. Amen. All right, so um, I, I just, yesterday, you know, thought about saying something and as we were all watching everything that was happening, <clears throat> I thought, you know, I want to say something and um, people want to hear something and um, need to hear something. But honestly, it was just still so shocking and still unfolding. I thought I better not say something because I'll say the wrong thing or I'll say an ignorant thing or I'll say something I hadn't thought about. And um, and we still didn't even know everything. So uh, I wanted to wait until this morning. But we've all had time to kind of see things. Perhaps we've had time to sleep and wake up to a new day and um so now's the time i think and and that also gave me time to pray and just to watch and to listen and and and, and to listen to what god might say and um the thing that just kept coming to me was the image of jesus christ when he was on his way to the great city of Jerusalem just a few days before he was crucified and um, here is a, a, a Christ the Son of God who who was going into this great city that was re, you know revered by so many people and certainly by the Jewish people that and Jesus was a Jewish person and, and as he's coming into the city, people are there for one of the biggest, sacredest celebrations of the Jewish religion. So they're getting ready for the Passover celebrations. And they're living in a city that's, um, that is divided, is divided or more divided, I think, than, than the country in which we live in the United States. People were angry, people were hurting, people were suffering. Some were were wanting change. Others were afraid of the change that, that they were seeing happen. They were um, their their pride was hurt because the Romans were in charge of their, you know, were were occupying their sacred city, and um, and there were different factions all in the city and all in that community, um, and and. And there were mobs of people. There were extremists on, of all different kinds that were um, tearing the city apart. And and people, the average person, was was found themselves in a position of trying to figure out who to believe, who to follow, who to trust. And um, it was just a it was a terrible terrible situation. And and so many people just didn't know what to do. And they were crying out to God. 
come and do something and, and save us. And so I feel like, um, I feel a, um, a kinship, I guess, with, with those people in that time. Um, for we find ourselves in, 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 in many of those things are happening in the, in the, in the country around us. And people get caught up in it. People get caught up in it and they, um, they do things that, that they shouldn't do. Um, they say things that they shouldn't do. They, they have attitudes and feelings in their heart that, that are not what God wants us to have. Um, let me read that to you. As Jesus is approaching that city, um, he's coming. He, God has heard. God has heard the people's prayers asking for a Savior, asking for a Messiah to come and to save them. But their, their anger and their feelings and their emotions and, 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 and just their, their unknowing and, and um, they didn't know what that salvation was going to look like. But here comes Jesus. He's on his way to the city to save. And, and in Luke 13, verses 4, uh, 34 through 35, this is what, it, what he says as he's coming up upon that city. And he's looking down at the city that he loves, um, Jerusalem, the sacred city that housed the temple, that worshiped God, and Jesus is the son of God. And he says, O Jerusalem, O Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones God's messengers, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects chicks beneath her wings, but you wouldn't let me. And now look, your house is abandoned and you will never see me again until you say blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. And so as he's coming into the city, he knows all of the confusion and the, and that that's there in the city. And, and he, uh, he, he says, I wish, oh, how my heart breaks. That you you wouldn't that you wouldn't listen that you wouldn't come to me. I wanted to save you, but you wouldn't let me. And so, as I think about our nation and all of the different people and all of the different factions that we have, um, people want to make America what they want it to be. And God wants to save us, and God wants to do something. But what we saw yesterday. That's not the way. And what we see so often, um, the attitudes that people have on all sides and, and all different factions, it's not the way. It's not what God wants. God wants to save us. And, and I will say this, we are not Jerusalem. Um, Jesus is not coming to our city in the same way that he did to Jerusalem. It's only an analogy. It's not... It's not the exact same thing, but God does want to save people. God does want to bring uh, peace. God does want to bring love and prosperity and, and all kinds of good blessings to people in our world today, even in America. But um, um, we, have to, we have to allow him to do what he's wanting to do. We have to pray in, as we do when we pray the Lord's Prayer, thy kingdom come, 
thy will be done on earth as in heaven. But so often what we want is we want our kingdom to come. And so we, we look around at people, we fight so hard for things to be the, exactly this, the way we want them to be. And if someone isn't, uh, doesn't believe like us, we, we look at them and we think that they are the enemy. We have to understand that, that, that they're not the enemy. Um, they're Americans right alongside us. And they may believe differently, but that's one of the, the, the glorious things about this country is that we all have freedom to, to think differently and to, and to act the way we feel we should act and to say the things that we should say. And, um, and so we have to allow that freedom. But what we so much more and more, we become divided and we, we fight for um, our rights and our way of life and um, and we 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 don't we don't allow people to to have their own opinions and we and we start fighting and forming alliances and doing things like what we saw yesterday um, that's not that's not what God wants and I think he weeps over us as he sees us doing these kinds of things. We have to be careful, and, and this is, is what I think God wants us to know, is that you need to be very careful about um, how you get so wrapped up in um, an idea, a person, um, that you would do just anything. It becomes an idol for you, it becomes your God, you, the most important thing in your life, and and when the most important thing in your life is under attack, it, um, it 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 causes you to do all kinds of crazy things, and we have to be very careful that that we're not doing that. Um, we this is not the way. What we saw as people stormed the Capitol, that's not the way. When we see rioters in the streets burning businesses and and tearing things down, that's not the way. I understand the passion that's involved. Um, and when we see or we perceive an injustice happening, it makes us very angry and we want to do something. Um, and the anger is good that it drives us to, to do something, but that's not the way. Um, Jesus, as he comes into Jerusalem, you know, they think he's going to come in there and he's going to um, stir up an uprising and he's going to overthrow the Romans and everybody thinks he's going to overthrow whatever their perception of the bad thing is, and then he's going to make things the way um, they think it should be. But that's not the way it works. Um, because none of us, none of us know exactly the way it's supposed to be. We have our ideas and thoughts about it, but um, we have to always remind ourselves um, it's not our way. It's, it's God's way. God has an idea. God has a purpose and a plan. And, um, Instead of always trying to invite God to be on our side and to fight for our side, we need to understand we have to be on his side. It's his kingdom that comes. And the things of this world, even as much as we love them, they're not the kingdom. Um, America is a great nation and I love it and I'm proud to live in it, but it is not God's kingdom. And so um, as Jesus comes into Jerusalem, he comes in, to do God's will, to bring God's kingdom on earth. And um, he doesn't come in with an army. He comes in peace. 
and he comes in love and he comes for all people um, and they reject him and um, it hurts to be rejected and so much of the anger and the hurt that, that we feel, people feel in our nation on all sides of the issues, all of that anger, it comes from the feeling that um, we and, and our ideas have been rejected. And, um, and it makes us mad and we wanna fight about it and we wanna stand up for our rights. Did Jesus stand up for his rights? If there's anybody who ever lived who had the right to stand up it was for his rights, it was Jesus. He's the son of God, he is God according to scripture. And he, um, he could have called down 10,000 angels to come and to conquer the earth, to overthrow uh, the government, to um, punish those who, who were trying to nail him to the cross. He could have, he had that power, he had that right. And um, nobody would ever have been able to afterwards dispute that he had that right. But instead, he comes and he, he comes in love and he, um, he allows them to arrest him and crucify him. And he doesn't resist. This is the way. Love is the way. Um, it doesn't mean that he condoned anything that was happening in Jerusalem. He didn't condone the Pharisees who were so wrapped up in legality. He didn't condone the Sadducees who, who were just in it for uh, politics and money and were using religion and didn't even really have a, a good solid view of you know, an eternal God. He was not condoning the Romans who were oppressing the people and extorting the resources of Israel for the um, good of their empire at the expense of other people. And he wasn't condoning Barabbas, who was a radical um, terrorist, basically, who was going around killing people um, in the name of Israel nationalistic um, ideology. He wasn't condoning the tax collectors who were uh, raping uh, people financially. He wasn't condoning thieves. He wasn't condoning prostitutes. He wasn't condoning any of that. But he was coming in love and was saying that despite all of these things that you are doing, I love you. God loves you. And we are here to save you. And it, it grieved his heart. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones God's messengers I wanted to gather you as children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings, but you wouldn't let me. And now look at your house. Your house is abandoned. You will never see me again until you say blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. And if you look at, you know, history, I know it's not everybody's thing, but you can learn so much from history. And if you look at Jerusalem, and you see what happened. These words that Jesus spoke, how prophetic, how, how he saw the core of the issue. What happened to Jerusalem um, after Jesus was there, after Jesus was crucified? It was only a, a couple of decades later that um, the people in Jerusalem finally said, enough is enough. 
And sort of like the people who stormed the Capitol building yesterday, they, uh, they, they had an insurrection against the Roman people. And they thought, we are right and we're justified in doing what we're doing. But what was the result? What was the result? The Roman Empire comes in. They, they lock everything down. They lay siege to the city. People are stuck in the city for, for years, starving to death, dying of hunger and thirst and disease. And ultimately, uh, the Romans prevail and they come in and they knock down the walls of the city. They come in, they destroy everything and, and murder all of the people who were trying to resist. It gets them nowhere. And, um, and Jesus, he knew that that was coming. He knew that that was coming. And as we look around at, at, the, at our nation and the people around us, um, um, we need to decide, you know, what kind of, what kind of America do we want to be? Um, what's the way that we're going to choose? Do we want to choose the path of Christ, which, which loves and which works for reform, but does it in a peaceful and loving way and for God's sake, not our own personal sake? Or are we going to continue down the path that we're on now where everybody um, fights for their own way and is willing to, uh, to just do anything in order to protect their vision of America? Um, that's not the way. Um, you can choose that way, but if you choose that way, you will go the route that, that, um, that it's always happened and that we saw in Jerusalem. And I pray that for America, we, we don't choose that way. Um, we're always going to have disagreements. We're always going to have different opinions and different visions for what America is. We're just too many people in this great nation. And one of our great strengths is our diversity because we bring so many different ideas and opinions and, and we, that's a great thing. I mean, in, in so many ways, it, it makes us strong because we have such a wide perspective as a nation. But it also means that we have to, to learn to live together. Um, it also means that um, things will change from time to time. You know, America today is not the same as it was when it started. Things have changed. Um, things have changed multiple times and they will continue to change multiple times as long as we exist as a, a nation together. So what does that mean? It doesn't mean that we just lay down and forget our core beliefs and, and just let them be trampled upon, but it means that we have to learn a way that we can live together. Um, it means, first of all, that we have to learn to respect one another. Um, you don't, I don't, just because you don't agree with me and have the same exact um, values as me doesn't mean I have to kill you or, you know, attack you or malign your character. I can respect you and I can, um, I can love you. Jesus loved the people who, even the people who disagreed with him. And his, his wisdom that he shared throughout his ministry was, um, you know, love your enemies, pray for those who, who curse you. And, and, 
And um, that's the way. That's the way. If And if you're so caught up and you say, I want to make a change, we got to do something. Well, then how do you do it? You do it by loving people, by praying for them, by treating them with respect. It doesn't mean that you, you know, you have to agree with them, but you do have to love them. And that actually, the here's the irony of it. That actually is what brings change. That is actually what wins people's hearts. Um, and it's not a guarantee that it's going to win their hearts. Um, Jesus wasn't guaranteed that he was going to win people's hearts. Ultimately, at the end of his three-year ministry, he won thousands of hearts. But a few hearts that he didn't win were the ones that nailed him to the cross. And that's a possibility too. But you know what Jesus said? Jesus said also, if you, um, if you want to, if you want to keep your life, you will lose it. But if you're willing to lay down your life for me and for the sake of my message and my kingdom, you will find true life. And so, yeah, um, sometimes doing the right thing, doing God's things, it means that not everybody's going to come along and they may even crucify you. But that is part of God's way. Take up your cross and follow me. A cross, do you know what a cross was, right? It's not just a necklace that you wear around your, your neck. A cross is what they used to kill Jesus Christ. I said, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Well, look, if you, if you want to see God's kingdom on earth, if you want to see God's love on earth, if you want to see people um, transforming and becoming more like Christ and, and maybe accepting the values that you have in your own life, um, hopefully those are not your values, but they're God's values that you're living out. If you want people to come alongside that, then um, you got to be willing to lay down your life. You've got to be willing to, to love people. Um, I don't know. That's, that's, that's all I know to say. Um, we, we, are, we are poised on a, a crossroads right now. And we have to look into the future and we have to decide which way do we want to go? Which way do we want our community to go and our nation to go? We saw yesterday um, the results of, of um, the worldly way of doing things. <laughs> and, 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 um, and, and a young girl was killed. Um, as she stormed into the Capitol. I don't know anything about that girl and, 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 and I want to today to see if I can find out who she was and think about who was her family and why was she a part of this group? I don't know any of that stuff. But here, here was a girl who was part of the, the, um, the, the rioters, the mob, the, the group that stormed into the Capitol building. What were they trying to accomplish? What did they think was going to happen? And, um, and she gets shot and she's dead now. And, um, 
what for? <laughs> what for? What did that accomplish? It accomplished absolutely nothing. They stormed into the Capitol um, and, and thinking they're going to stop the, the process. It's not going to happen. As a matter of fact, all it accomplished, if it accomplished anything, was to, to, to the exact opposite of what they wanted to accomplish. <laughs> That's what violence does. That's what violence does. Um, you know, if you need to protect yourself, to defend yourself, that's one thing, but you go on the offensive like that and, and it absolutely does nothing. It does nothing. But as we look at our country, um, there's a worldly way of doing things and the way we've been doing things as a nation, um, all of us, there's a picture of what it leads to. Is that where you want your community, your family, your your uh, country to go. That's not where I want. And, um, and, um, or, 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 uh, there's Christ's way. And I pray that we, uh, will follow Christ's way. So that's, uh, that's kind of what came to my heart. And, um, I hope it came out. I hope it was <laughs> something that you could understand because, um, it was just off the top of my head. I uh, wasn't reading off of any notes, just speaking from the heart this morning. And so as we, uh, as we come, uh, I welcome your thoughts in the comments, uh, and I welcome your prayers, and I think that we, we should pray together right now. So I invite you to pray with me, and I invite you after the prayer ends to just continue the prayer, continue the prayer. Um, right where you are all throughout the day. Let's be in prayer for our nation because um, we're at a crossroads and we have to decide what kind of a people are we going to be. Lord, thank you so much for letting us gather together. Um, forgive us, O oh Lord, for the ways that we, each one of us, in one way or another, have been so wrapped up in our own ideas and our own thoughts and our own fears and hopes and dreams that we have been willing to do anything to protect our turf or to um, to make to force our ideas and our values and our core views on on others on our community or on our nation Lord God, help us to turn to Christ and to follow his way instead. Lord God, I pray for each one that's here. I pray for each one that's in our nation today. I pray for our leaders that are charged with guiding our country. Um, I pray, O oh Lord, that you would help us all to turn to Christ and to follow his path instead of these worldly ideas and these worldly methods that accomplish nothing. They may accomplish something sometimes in a short term, but ultimately they accomplish nothing. Lord, I'm looking for an eternal kingdom. Um, and so I'm going to follow the eternal king. And I pray Lord, more and more that people 
around me will do that. Help me, O oh Lord, to be an instrument of your grace that helps to turn people to the one, the true one who brings peace, true peace and love, true love um, to the world. I pray in the, his name, the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord, my Savior, help me, O oh Lord, to follow him, to take up my cross and follow him. And I pray, O oh Lord, for each person that's here this morning, I pray that they also, as they find comfort in you and as they find strength and courage in you for the days ahead, I pray that they too will take up their cross and follow Christ. In his name I pray. Amen.